Angie, and I want to welcome you to our podcast. We are the Faithless Sisters, four women who love Jesus and who have committed to spending time studying the Bible and growing in friendship with each other. We love being together, and we hope that you'll enjoy your time with us. Yes, we are still in Colossians 3. We're going two verses by two verses. Here we go. <laughs> We're going but, Noah style. <laughs> here we go, two by two. Yeah, two here by we two. go. But previously, Paul was talking about how we needed to have love, unity, peace, thanksgiving. And then he introduced the big um, two verses on marriage and how husbands should treat their wives. Now he's ready to talk to us about parenting, how we should treat our children and vice versa. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, another two verses, Colossians 3, 20 and 21. Children, obey your parents in everything, for this pleases the Lord. Fathers, do not embitter your children or they will become discouraged. Okay, so I just have to say, growing up, we learned it. Fathers, do not exasperate your children. It's a yeah. great word. Yeah, yeah I, it love it. I love it. Yeah. So my dad is um, one of the most kind and patient men that you will ever meet, which God had to have made him that way because he had three daughters. Mm-hmm. And at one point we had, I think, six animals and they were all Girls, <laughs> all girl animals. Oh, Mercy, that's a yes. lot of estrogen. So my Whoa. poor father, but he's kind of um, he's kind of a jokester, mm-hmm. and so he would do things just to irritate us because you know that's he just could, what he, he did, yeah. and it wasn't mean, but it was you know singing some song that we didn't like or whatever it was, um, and we would always yell, "Fathers, do not exasperate your children." <laughs> I remember, like, as a young teenager, yelling at my dad, "Do not exasperate your children." <laughs> okay, oh, that's so funny. Yeah, Ernie was. Uh, we were. I think I don't know if I've told this previously. We're, we were singing to a song. We do a lot of conversations in between all the stuff we do, and so I don't know what I've recorded or not recorded, but. Um, we're singing this song, and Ernie and I think it's Jamboni, Jamboni. And we're like oh, dancing cool. all over the kitchen. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, we're getting into it, our <laughs> 70s style, the whole thing. And my older son goes, Stop, Dad, stop, stop. <laughs> and my younger one goes, Yeah, I didn't know what to say. I was like, <laughs> and he goes, It's actually jump on it, and it is not appropriate for you to be singing that song. <laughs> we were like, Oh, we had no idea. <laughs> We weren't listening to the words, only the beat. Well, it's what we thought the words were. Jamboni, it was so fun. But the fact that the other one was going, I didn't know what to say. <laughs> Try not to die of embarrassment that his yeah. parents were singing that. We traumatized him, yeah. Yeah, it's good for him. Oh, it is good funny. for him. Oh, yeah. funny. So we start out with children, obey your parents and everything for this pleases the Lord. Well, sitting around the table here, we are all moms. Right. And we love this verse. <laughs> we, do. we were just talking about putting it on our kids' bathroom mirrors. Yes. I live with two teenagers. I have two teenagers. So this is something that both of these together are like, do not exasperate your children. Do not exasperate your children. Because I'm not obviously the father, but it pertains to the mamas as well. Yeah. You know, and my kids, we know how to push each other's buttons. Mm-hmm. I'm, that's how everybody is in a family. So, but yeah, I mean, how much would I love to yell, children, obey your parents in everything you do. <laughs> everything. Everything. So, so uh, pleases the Lord. <laughs> yes. 
in Please just, the Lord, darn it. <laughs> in just that tone. Right. Yes. Because that pleases the Lord. Mm-hmm. Well, and okay, so one part about that pleasing the Lord is, I okay, where is, it's like, for this is right. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. And the reason it pleases the Lord is because things will go well with you. Right. Yeah. If you do this, because God wants things to go well with you. Right. So it's not to just take care of other people and not take care of you. The whole reason this is in there is so that you can understand that God is there. He wants best for you. He wants what's best for you. I uh, do not... I think it's Ephesians 6, 6 1 to 3-ish, because I kind of blah, 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 did a bit here on my notes. But it says, honor your mom and dad so that everything goes well with you and that you may enjoy long life in the earth. Mm -hmm. So God isn't out there trying to create a system where kids are punished or Mm -mm. taken apart. Mm -mm. That doesn't please the Lord. It's like, listen to them. It's for protection. Yeah. And it does go hand in hand with do not embitter your children. For they will become discouraged. Yes. Mm -hmm. Right. So as it, and that goes back to um, like husbands and wives, mm-hmm. they're a partnership, right? And then fathers and children, or parents mm-hmm. and children, are a partnership as well. You yes. have to walk hand in hand together. Mm-hmm. Now, the authority is different with parents versus children, obviously, than it would be husbands versus wives. But um, it is reciprocal. Like you need to obey because I know what's best for you. But I know what's best for you, and I I want. Not only do I know what's best for you, but I want what's best for you. And so I'm saying these things and instructing these things through love. It's interesting as I hear, you know, God, as he does things, it's like he's not going to give us the whole plan. You know, brush your teeth because when you're 80, your teeth are going to fall out or whatever, (laughs) or only brush the ones you want, like that whole thing. Right. It's like, but it's like, (laughs) it's my dentist. Let me think that through because I could do without. No, I can't. Anyway, but, um, but it's like, he doesn't tell us the whole plan. He keeps it very simple. Hey, got it. You have a mother and father, you know, honor them. Yeah. Honor them. Well, he kind of set up the natural world to be a reflection you know, we, we want our kids to be law-abiding citizens, right? Mm-hmm. So they have to learn, they have to understand that there are rules, laws in place for their own protection. I don't want my children driving 200 miles an hour down the Southfield Freeway because that would be dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, and the state obviously has said, we don't want people driving down the Southfield Freeway at 200 miles an hour either because... That would be dangerous. Mm -hmm. So my kids have to learn how to respect civil authority. And the best way for them to come to understand and respect that, I think, is in the home with parental authority. Mm -hmm. And the the ultimate understanding that boundaries are in place to protect us, Mm -hmm. not to keep us from something. Right, and wouldn't we rather they suffer the consequences that we, Mm -hmm. as parents, issue versus... Knowing, not knowing and learning where that boundary is and then suffering those consequences in the big, wide-open world. Mm-hmm. You know, we're yeah. able to say, if you don't do... If you don't make your bed, then you have to make your bed seven times this afternoon. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a consequence to the action. Whereas if we don't set any consequences for our children... Then they go out in the world and they're like, I can do whatever, whatever I want. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they end up in jail. Mm-hmm. That's right. So as a therapist, my and a mom, actually, my best parenting advice, you guys from the dog whisperer, 
<laughs> I'll take it, it. By far, because um, everybody needs rules, boundaries, and limitations, mm-hmm. and everybody needs to know who their master is. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that the parent is master and lord over it, but this parent is acting on behalf of God, and yeah. so know who God is. Mm-hmm. So that and, and it's like and and he goes stop switching it. You know when he gets into those, he goes they're not your baby, they're not this, they're dog. So you're they're going to respond to you like a dog responds to you, and it, it's like stop treating your kids like they're babies, or stop expecting them to be adults. It, if they're teens, treat them like teens. If they're little ones, treat them like little ones. One of my biggest pet peeves is when parents take adult issues and they make their kids deal with them. Oh. That that is that's not okay. Kids are kids. Mm-hmm. They can't developmentally understand things at certain levels. Like for example, with death, kids think that death is the grim reaper, and grandma died because she couldn't run fast enough. Up until about the age of seven, they have a concept like that. Mm-hmm. So when they see all these horrible things like on TV or, you know, they can't comprehend what that is in their, that little mind. So And they shouldn't be forced to try. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Not have... yeah. So Dog Whisperer, if you guys want some tips. There's a lot of good things <laughs> in there. What's his name? Cesar Romero? No, that no. was that was the Joker on Batman. <laughs> wow, that one I actually knew that name. Okay, Caesar. It's Caesar. Caesar. Yeah. All of a sudden, now I'm blanking, and I'm thinking about the dog food Caesar. This isn't good. <coughs> you know what? We have the Almighty Google. Oh, now Susanne's yeah. going to get her Google. And, and out. by the way, everyone is probably going. It's <laughs> yeah, right. It's not Julius Caesar. No. <laughs> Caesar Milan. Caesar Milan. Yeah. Caesar Milan. Yeah. And by the way, another part of what he does is he gets present in himself first. Mm-hmm. And that is a big piece of parenting mm-hmm. is be connected to God, be connected to yourself, and then you'll know what you need to do. Mm-hmm. So if you're struggling in your parenting today, okay. <laughs> <laughs> maybe have a dog whisperer marathon. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Now I'm mm. reading a book because my kids are all grown on how to deal with your adult children, how to relate to your adult children. And the biggest and most important piece of advice in this book is to keep your mouth shut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that your job was is done. Mm-hmm. If you brought them up with those boundaries and with some consequences, um, if they went outside of those boundaries, then they should be carrying that to some extent into adulthood. And so you don't need to be um, reminding them anymore. They know. When I have something to say to my adult children, <clears throat> I will say to them, um, I have somewhat to say, permission to speak freely. Ah, I like that. And they can say no, and they have said no. But if they do say yes, I can say what I want to say. I'm not saying anything mean, mm-hmm. but addressing a specific situation that might not be what they want to hear. And if they girls, say no, I don't say it. My girls have gotten now where they'll say, you know, they'll call to talk about something and they'll say, we don't want you to try and fix this. I just need to vent. Mm-hmm. And that has really helped me a lot because mm-hmm. I think in the early years when they were really young adults and they would come to me, I would be like, oh my gosh, I got I to gotta give them the right advice. Mm-hmm. We got to fix this. Um, and then finally, because that caused some problems, mm-hmm. um, they were gracious enough to say, you know what, we don't want you to fix it, Mom. We just want you to be our mom and listen to mm-hmm. us. And that helped me a lot. So I think with um, you can exacerbate your 
adult children too mm-hmm. by being a little bit too on top of them um, with a, a few too many um, pieces of advice maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that this scripture applies to children no matter how old they are. Don't exacerbate, exacerbate your children. Um, for adult children, I think that's unsolicited advice. Yep. Um, for your younger children, it's arbitrary stuff that isn't necessary. All the little nitpicky. All the little nitpicky stuff mm-hmm. that you can tear your children down by trying to put out there. I really like this one uh, method for parenting. It's called conscious discipline. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's with brain state theory, and I'm not going to go into it. <laughs> but <laughs> just basically there's three. And one is you're in your fight, flight, or freeze mode. Like, stop it! You know, and all of a sudden, their only chance to respond is fight, flight, or freeze. Mm-hmm. Or collapse if those three don't work. Um, and it's really helpful. And it, it's interesting what you guys were saying. It, it's it's about connecting. And when, let's say there's something that happens, they're throwing a temper tantrum. They can't have a cookie. You say something like, um, it must be really hard to not get what you really want. And I can tell like your hands are clenching and you're standing and it's really, really difficult. And what you're doing is that connection that your daughters would say, Mom, we just want you to listen. That's that connecting phase where they can get to the emotion part. And then the last phase is, I wonder what would be helpful. Would you like a carrot or would you like a drink of water? Or maybe we could just cuddle on the couch. And they get to take responsibility for their behavior. And so that's when it comes up into the neocortex. I'll just nerd out a little bit. <laughs> up into the front, the top part of your brain with all those wiggly things on it, when you look at a brain, that's your neocortex. And it's like, um, that's where they can make these decisions. And giving them two decisions that you like that are okay, you know? But in, in, as they're adult children, it's like, wow, how are you going to handle this? And that, that's what they ultimately need to know from us is how are they going to handle these situations? But a lot of times it's so scary, they need that connection first. They need that part that they know, I'm not going to be hurt. People aren't trying to get, out, get me. And that's what happens when we go to God. God doesn't come down harshly and say, you idiot. <laughs> you know, there's nothing like that coming from heaven. It's like, I'm here. It's like, God, I screwed up so bad. I love you. I love you. You're mine. And so he just reinforces that identity in who we are when we go to him. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what we can do for our kids. Yeah. We don't have to have the harshness. Um, one of the questions here is, um, what would you say are some primary needs for a child when you're talking about them um, obeying and for you not to embitter your children? And I was thinking about some of those things, <clears throat> and I, I thought some of the things were they need clear boundaries. Yeah. Mm. They need reasonable expectations. They need um, fitting correction, known consequences. If you do that, mm-hmm. this is what's going to happen. They need affirmation. They need interaction, love, and follow through. Mm-hmm. And I think with the affirmation and the love, the known consequences, and and following through on everything that you say that, and be careful what you say mm-hmm. because you do yeah. want to follow through. I think that sets um, them up for some really good mm-hmm. behavior. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do everything for safety and connection underneath. Everything is safety and connection. So those boundaries are set up to create that safety, right? right? Connection is that opportunity to be with someone. 
and we need to connect to God. I would probably just add to your list, just growing that that's, um, connection with God, and they'll carry that through. That'll mm-hmm. keep happening. Yeah, that's a great list. My 13-year-old said something to me the other day that just blew me out of the water. We were watching, I don't even know what we were watching. We were watching something together one evening, and this kid was acting out. And it was nothing vicious or malicious or whatever, but um, probably being disrespectful and um, just not behaving the way that they're supposed to be behaving. Supposed to be behaving. and um, <laughs> Totally. Yeah, so, And she looked at me and she said, you know, when kids act like that, really, all they need is a big hug. She's right. Oh, wow. And yeah. I was like, hmm. yeah. okay. There's your I, cue for next year. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I thought, okay, that's out of the mouths of babes, yeah. you know? Yeah. But um, well, all those good. things in that list that you gave us, Terry, those are pretty much the things that God does for right. us, right? right? In the Word, He's given us boundaries and laws and rules to live by, so He's put some stuff in place. But he's affirmed who we are, too, and how much he loves us, and that mm-hmm. nothing can separate us from him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, those I think those two things in particular build. The love part's huge. We mm-hmm. have to remember that that is the big thing, to make people feel loved and accepted. That's what God does for us. Mm-hmm. And that's the biggest thing, I think, that we can offer our children, for them to know that no matter what, we will always love them. May not like their behavior sometimes, but sure. but the love thing is there, right. and the and the emotional support is always there. That, that they can come home for a big hug, mm-hmm. just like no matter what we do, we can turn to God, and He's there with and open he's arms, always there for us. Yeah, change happens in an environment of safety and connection. Mm-hmm. Compliance happens in an environment that's threatening, and you better do this. Mm-hmm. But it's not a full change; it's a compliance. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these things. Um, are modeled for us with our, you know, in our families, and we want to model these things for our children so that these will carry on generationally. But sometimes people have not had the privilege of seeing those healthy relationships, mm-hmm. um, and true. so it's foreign to them that somebody would, you know, throw a temper tantrum and stomp around and slam the door and whatever, and then for the parent to go in and just give them a hug and say, you know what. I get that this is really hard for you. I'm. What do, can we? Would you like a carrot? You know, like yeah, rosemary. Right, yeah. Yeah. You know, and and give them a hug and then move along, and that it doesn't turn into this big blow up. You know, fists flying. Sometimes, literally, you know, all these ugly things that happen because those are real things that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not the way that we're called to parent, and that's not the way that we're called to be children either. Mm-hmm. We're we're called to be respectful of those that are before us. Um, and then to to create that loving relationship with our children. And if that's not something that you've had modeled for you, if you don't know what that looks like, and if you are in the fight or flight mode, because a lot of times, even for someone who has had wonderful parental role models, um, sometimes I still feel like I'm in that fight or flight mode, you know, especially in a house full of teenagers. Mm-hmm. Um so just having somebody who can kind of call you out on that or somebody where you can send a text message and say, you know, I'm going to trade my kids to the gypsies for a new set of pots and pans. <laughs> you got to talk me down. Or you know? bring a new set. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Something. Pots and pans. Um, find somebody who can be there to walk with you, who's ahead of you, yeah. who has had some um, positive 
role models. Mm. Um, and sometimes that looks like professional counseling too, which yeah. is healthy and great. Um, there are lots of people who were out there who want to help you love better and in a healthier way. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, as you're talking too, I thought this could also work in marriages. Mm-hmm. This is something where if our spouse is, I don't know, coming home and just really upset and stuff, just being able to say, wow, this sounds like it's really hard, um, you know, and just kind of hang there with them. The trick is we need to be present first. But the, the part when I say trick, it's also like we need to be present with God. Mm-hmm. And we need to be connected to God. And if we do that, that can impact our relationships. In Canada, with the Mike Babcock firing, they're now talking about why are we have these mean coaches. That's old school hockey. And so they're trying to think of what would be most effective. So that's a country looking at how they parent mm-hmm. or how they coach. Mm-hmm. And it's like we can change a lot of things if we just start doing these basic, simple things, not embittering our kids, connecting them with us and with God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really helpful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Well, I guess I'll close us out today. <laughs> oh, right. no, you're fine. I'm loving this. <laughs> All right, Jesus, thank you. Um, thank you for the wisdom of your word. Yes. Thank you for, for providing that for us, God. Thank you for the reminders that we're not to um, embitter or frustrate or exasperate our children, God. Um, and thank you for the reminder that we are to... Um, obey and respect our parents. Um, even as grown-ups, God, they, our parents are still our parents, and we um, we still get to respect them, Lord. Uh, and I just pray that those who are listening, those who are sitting around this table, Lord, um, God, everybody that we interact with, Lord, is either a parent or a child. Um, and I just pray that we would be able to live an example of the way that you love us, Lord, and the way that you structure things, um, and the goodness that you provide in those boundaries, Lord. And I just pray that we would be convicted of the things that we need to change up, God, um, and that you would show us the right way to love and, um, to honor our spouses and our children and our parents, Lord, um. I just thank you for your instruction, and I pray that you would just embed it in our hearts, Lord, Mm -hmm. so that it just comes naturally and that you just flow right from us. Mm -hmm. In Jesus' name we ask, amen. Amen. And cut. (laughs) 